Hey everybody, it's the DaddyCast Rewind Episode 4, recorded on September the 21st, 2020. Who knows how to fix it? Who can do it? It's Daddy! Who's got his own podcast? Who's talking? It's Daddy! daddy like pd love or just wanting to learn more about the crazy world of fatherhood you're in good company here at the daddy cast daddy turn off the radio there's nothing playing anyway don't you know daddy turn it up testing one two three welcome to the world of the daddy cast Welcome back to the DaddyCast Rewind. Yes, this is the show that is intended to go back and look at the old episodes of the DaddyCast recorded starting in March of 2006. But as I mentioned last show, I am without in an episode four. Uh, the old show, I'm missing a few episodes, four, five, maybe even six. Back then, the show, I forget exactly where I had it hosted originally. I think it might have been on Libsyn. And I switched to Podshow, which became Mevio, and eventually became nothing. And all of those shows just kind of went away. So I, I have a backup of a lot of them. But again, four, five, there's a few that I'm missing. So as is the intention, as I've mentioned before, the uh, use of this time when we don't have a show is to do a gap filler. And look at things that have happened over the years since I've been podcasting. There's been a, a lot of activity, a lot of the boys growing up, all their teenage years fall into that. They're still teenagers, but um, just to, to be able to, to go back and look at some of the things. And I think traditions is a great place to continue talking. I talked a little bit about it last episode and traditions, routines, just things that we did regularly that I think definitely led to the boys maturing, uh, making good decisions. It's always been a thing we've always told them, make good decisions. So they would leave instead of saying, be safe, we would say, make good decisions. Um, but there's a lot of, of things that we did that I think um, kind of led to their growth and maturity. And just to hop right into it, uh, one of the biggest things that we did that I think really contributed to uh, us working as a family and, and doing things together is having dinner together. And trust me, it was not easy to have dinner together a lot of the times. Uh, with the boys playing sports and having practices and games and all kinds of things, having dinner together uh, during the week was a bit of a challenge. With their school activities and everything, it, it just, some nights it would be eight or nine o'clock before we would have dinner so that we could have it together. They wouldn't be home from a, a game or from practice until later. And sometimes it was eating fast food at that time. There was a lot of picking up food. We tried not to do too much fast food, but uh, I guess higher end fast food. It was stuff that we could pick up that didn't seem quite as bad as you know French fries and cheeseburgers all the time. But you know, pick up uh, Chinese or Mexican or, or something like that. But we had a lot of dinners that would come there, but we always tried to get together and have dinner. And it was a chance to kind of talk about what was going on. Uh, if we had just come back from a game or for, if one of the boys came back from practice, we could talk about that. Uh, talk about what was coming up on the calendar. 
again, with two boys playing sports, both of them in their, their IB program at high school, they were busy a lot and we were busy a lot. And it uh, definitely was helpful to kind of sit down and kind of talk through all that. And I do have a clip to play in a little bit from my youngest right before we went off to college. He, we talked about this a little bit and I'll, I'll play that, but I was definitely happy that that was something that stood out to him, that having dinners together stood out. And I've, I've talked to other parents about this and many with, with younger kids that to me is really something you want to try to hold on to and, and keep as a tradition is just being together. You know, you have that once a day, can't always do breakfast together on the weekends. You can do stuff together, but really that once a day when you all sit down and, and go over things and talk and say what's on your mind and how your day was and, and those different things. So uh, it definitely became something that I know I look forward to. And I think the, the boys look forward to it. And it was just a, a time to, to get together and again, uh, kind of bond. And there was a lot of joking. There was uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> things that would just come up. And, and so again, more traditional, uh, traditional being repeated things that we would do, but cutting up on some of the same jokes. Um, my wife wasn't always, uh, I guess in on the joke or, or really understanding what we were doing. Cause we were just being goofy, a lot of eye rolling, but it was, it was good. It was a good time for bonding. And, uh, let me cut to what my, my youngest had to say about it. And then we'll come back and talk a little more about that tradition and, and others. I guess as you get older and you look to have kids, what are some things that you would want to do or share with them uh, based on either something we did or something we didn't do? Um, I think having like, like for our dinners, we were always to get, like I always thought that it was normal just to have the whole family together at dinner and just be able to talk and stuff. I know that recently we've been like turning on the TV and stuff and we haven't been talking as much, but truthfully nothing's really happening. But I think um, like during soccer, during like school and during soccer season and stuff, we have a lot to talk about and it just, it's a good place to talk about everything. So that's something I would keep is just like having set times for the entire family to be able to like get together and talk because I mean, I, I know a lot of people who feel like they can't share things with their parents or with any, like, authority figures, but I always thought that, like, at dinner time or something, I could always say something to you guys if I needed to. Cool. Yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, dinners has been a, a big key of us. Like I said, with a lot going on with sports and school and, and all the activities you guys were in, just to keep up with the calendar, um, it was a big thing, but... Yeah, as far as uh, more recently, I think your brother in particular has liked to watch videos during during dinner time. So yeah, I, so I know you guys are still going to work and everything, and I know that you realize that our lives have changed a lot. But like, it's it's hard to like sit down at dinner and just like sit and eat and talk about our days because like, as far as me and Ben go, like we when I say we don't do anything during a day, we literally don't do anything. <laughs> Like I'm telling you about emails that I get from WNL about right. like, like po post office boxes. Like those are highlights right. of my day now. So. so yeah. So as you can see, he, he found it to be a good time and yes, with the COVID crisis and the, the pandemic, 
the dinners, they didn't have a lot to share about the dinners other than maybe watch them, what they watched on TV that day or what the dogs may have done during the day that was silly. But uh, we still got together. We still sat down and were together. Sometimes it was watching TV, but most of the time we, we kept the TV off and really just focused on, on, on us. And the, the boys had a really good habit of when they approached the table for dinner, they would set their phone somewhere else and they would charge it somewhere or do something, but the phones weren't generally at the table. And I was probably more of a violator of the rule than anyone because I would be checking my phone for work or whatever. But, um, that was you know, a, a general rule, something we didn't really have to enforce that much. And it was just kind of a, a thing we did. So the dinners I think were really nice and it is something that I miss with them gone, uh, sitting down and just kind of cutting up a little bit and joking around and finding out how they're doing. Uh, we are kind of developing a tradition where we're doing FaceTime with them once a week. So we catch some time on the weekend when they're both available. So all four of us can hop on FaceTime and see how they're doing. It, it, it's been nice. It's been nice to catch up with them, see how school's going. This week was a little hard. Uh, there's, uh, you know, COVID outbreaks uh, at my oldest son's college. They're, they're just starting to get over a pretty major outbreak. They've been on the national news at James Madison and they're planning on going back to school in a couple of weeks uh, for some face-to-face classes or at least having people in the dorms. But it's been hard out there. And he and his roommates that live in an apartment off campus have stayed and done all their work online. But it's um, been a completely different experience. And I feel bad for the boys because this is definitely not uh, a worthy college experience with the way things are going. With my youngest, his school's much smaller. They really had a really good handle on things for a while, but they've had a, a couple outbreaks of um, people who have tested positive and they're starting to lock down a little more. So uh, we're supposed to see them this weekend. We're supposed to get together for my niece's wedding, but we'll have to see what happens with his school. If they lock down and he's quarantined, he's not going to be able to leave and he'll be stuck in his room for who knows how long. And it's, um, again, it's not really what you hope for, for their college experience, but what can you do? I mean, we're all in this, uh, everybody's dealing with this uh, as best they can. And there's, uh, unfortunately not a lot that can be done until, until what? I'm not sure. <laughs> Vaccine, uh, herd immunity. I, I don't know what the answer is, but, uh, again, it, it's a little sad to personally to see their, their college experience could start off like this. Anyway, uh, talking about tradition. So my, my youngest also mentioned in that clip about, uh, you know, doing things together and the family together. Obviously we do the Thanksgiving tradition together with uh, my wife's family and then everybody gets together. The, um, the kids, the cousins that they get together, they're all within, there's like a seven, six year range of them. There's seven kids about a six year range. And so they all get along really well and do stuff together, especially as uh, my two of the youngest of the seven, as they've gotten a little older, they've blended in a little better. Uh, originally, when going to the beach and doing different vacations together, the uh, my youngest was kind of the annoying one. So uh, they put up with him for a while, and now he's grown up and... I think out of all seven, he's probably the the tallest, and he's uh, made his mark, I guess, with uh, doing some interesting things with them. Uh, I have some pictures posted on my Facebook page of my oldest nephew and my youngest son together on the 
whatever you call it, the, the inflatable pontoon, not pontoon, but uh, the inflatable raft being pulled behind a boat and they went airborne and they're just holding on for dear life. And, and so it's the oldest and the youngest of the cousins that are, uh, seem to be the most adventurous, but uh, good times. They always have fun together. They've bonded together for years and it's been great for them to be able to get with their cousins again on, you know, Thanksgiving uh, up at my in-laws or on our vacations, which uh, we've up until COVID, we uh, pretty much every year had done a vacation together, whether it was going to the beach, uh, going to the mountains, um, just going somewhere. Um, I will say Park City, Utah is beautiful in the summer. Uh, I imagine it's beautiful in the winter. I feel like skiing, but uh, we have always gone in the summer and it's been great. But yeah, the vacations, the holidays, uh, those are, are great things. Another tradition that we kind of had going on here at the house is attending games. So when my oldest was playing volleyball, the youngest was expected to go with us to go see his games. Whenever you're available, unless you've got something really serious going on that's going to conflict, we would go together and, and go to games. Uh, likewise, my oldest would be... Uh, expected to go to my youngest soccer games, even if it meant getting up early on a Saturday morning after he had stayed awake too late the night before. Um, we get up early and hop in the car and, and go to the game. So we have pictures of, of both of them sitting on the sidelines watching the other play. And that's really the, the supportive nature of that, I think, was especially good to establish early. Um, you know, there there was really no... Um, question whether they were going to go see each other play and then support their brother. Um, likewise, one of the things we started early on, we, we wanted to get away from the mine, you know, my toy, my this, my that. And we really emphasized them sharing and that, you know, even the, at Christmas time, they got their own things, but you know, it was, you know, don't, don't just go with the mine mentality. And that I think has helped over the years for them to realize that, yeah, they're brothers and they're going to share things and everything's you know going to work out okay, but you watch out for each other and, uh, your family. So I think establishing that early, the getting away from the whole mind thing, um, definitely helped, you know, I, I always think of the birds in, in uh, finding Nemo, mine, mine, mine. But, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, again, I think something that we established early as kind of a, a tradition or, uh, an unsaid rule uh, was probably said a lot early on, but uh, just something that they were expected to adhere to. Um, another one other thing that just popped in my head is, and it's something that recently, I guess uh, I posted a picture. So when the boys uh, first day of school, we would always have them stand in front of the, the fireplace in the living room and take their picture. And I'd always have them look face, you know, face me. And I'd always have them do one from facing to the left, one facing to the right, and one facing away from me looking over the shoulder. So that was always the funny one. They would laugh at that. But we did that for years. And this year was the last year we did it with my youngest. And the oldest wasn't there. So it kind of emphasized that he was gone. And this year I just took a picture of the empty room. So uh, <laughs> we posted that with the last couple years. But the first day of school pictures I think are just fun to go back and, and look at and kind of match the years to year, see, especially with two of them, how their heights change. One leapfrogs the other one and uh, the other one catches up. Or even with our youngest, he got, I think, an inch or two taller than his brother. So it's just fun to, uh, to go back and see those things and to know that you have one for every year and you can kind of track through it. But um, 
those, I and mean, that's a pretty good uh, overview. I was trying to get my, my oldest to give me a call so I could find out what were some of the um, most memorable traditions that he recalls. And I'll still try to get that from him here at some point, but um you know, I guess as listeners, are there traditions that you have established that uh, you could share? You can always email me, daddycast at gmail.com, and let me know. I'd be happy to take audio if you want to have an audio clip that I could play on the show. But yeah, I mean, traditions, I think, are very important. And I think as you get older, you think back to your childhood and things you did that were kind of routines and traditional and uh, vacations and those types of things usually fall into that. But it's 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 fun. It, it's something that establishes some continuity. And again, with our dinner tradition, I think it definitely established a chance for us to bond closer. And, uh, as my youngest said, he always felt like he could talk to us because we had that time set up that we were all sharing and talking. And, and that's important to have. Uh, if you can keep a dialogue with a teenager, uh, you must be doing something right. And I, I don't feel like we ever really lost the boys to that typical teenager wants to be a hermit, never wants to come out. My oldest, uh, he, he got a little hermity. <laughs> he, uh, would, would stay in his room a lot uh, as he got older, but, um, it, it's you know, to be expected to some degree. Um, but I don't think he ever, he never was able to, to skip dinner. So he always had to come out and, and talk to us at that point. There was no grabbing food and eating in your room or anything like that. So, uh, again, a, a good tradition that I think established a really good foundation for our relationship with the boys over the years. Well, I'm going to wrap the show up here now and hope you enjoyed this. And uh, again, next show, number five, is uh, a gap filler. So we'll, we'll come up with a new topic for that. I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to do yet, but I have some ideas. So we'll keep that a surprise. Hope you enjoy the show. Again, if you have any comments, if you want to send anything along, send it to daddycast at gmail.com. If you have a friend that might benefit from listening to the show, by all means, share it. And uh, talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.